0: Welcome back to We Dig Tennessee. I'm your host Matt Mingus. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for listening. We got a special guest with us today from Serve Pro, uh, Mr. Jason Trotter. How are you, man?
1: Doing good. Doing good. Just trying to stay safe during this event.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's been a, a different world out there these days. Um. Well, I know probably pretty much everybody's heard of Serve Pro, but why don't you give us a little background on Serve Pro and what it is you guys do?
1: Sure. We're, um, we are a cleaning restoration company, so we mainly specialize in uh, water damage, fire, mold remediation. Uh, we do biohazard work, general cleaning, and corona cleanup. That includes that as well. Um, we're a franchise system. Uh, there's about 1,700 franchises across the U.S. and Canada. Uh, we're probably the largest restoration company, but they're all independently owned and operated, so Um, That's kind of the unique part about it. It's a great brand and a great company for sure.
0: That's awesome, man. Uh, So I know you guys, you said you guys do Corona cleanup, which that was new to me. I didn't know ServPro offered that kind of thing. I mean, I knew you guys did fire and flood restoration, that kind of stuff. I guess that's just what I've seen the most of. So uh, with coronavirus or COVID-19 going on, how's that affected what you guys do?
1: Um, for, for us, it's, uh, it really hasn't changed what, what we do. It just changed kind of the process and how we do it. Um, we're, we're a company that re- responds to storm events and, you know, all kinds of like chaotic events. Uh, this is different. It's something I don't think, it, you know, everybody can probably relate to. Uh, it's, it's never been seen before. So it, it was unique. And when we were first dealing with it, um, you know, it just kind of comes with. Oh my gosh, what is this thing? And so, um, we've taken the approach of just protecting our guys. So, if we got a call for our day-to-day operation, um, we would have our office inform the customers that, hey, crews are going to be showing up. They're going to be in a respirator mask, and they're going to have gloves on. Um, it's just really kind of changed the way we operate a little bit. Um, we still are going to get the work done. We're still going to respond. You know, when people need you, they need you, and so. You know, we just always try to be there to help. Um, We'll email paperwork forms that need to be filled out. They can reply to the email versus touching, you know, our tablet. Usually, you know, you think about a gas station, you go and you touch that keypad. It just kind of creeps you out.
0: Now, I know when you guys respond to, you know, mole remediation or or water damage and the stuff that comes along with that, has that affected, is the way you handle those situations been any different than the way you would have handled you handle COVID nineteen because I know, I guess depending on what it is, you're kind of using the same protective measures anyway, aren't you?
1: Yes, um, th- they probably won't be in a Tyvek suit, uh, but they'll they'll have the respirator on and and the gloves, um, and we'll communicate that to the customer too. We just don't want to show up uh, looking like a you know out kind of a, you know some weirdo with a you know face mask on. So we kind of want the customer know. Uh, yeah, we're going to be responding. Here's what to expect. Um, and really, they've been more appreciative of it, too, because it's, it's not just our employees' health and safety we're worried about. We're also worried about our customers, too. So, yeah, it, it, it has kind of changed. Our, our core business, I would say, has kind of dipped a little bit. If, as you can imagine, if, if everybody's home uh, during this event uh, and you had a water loss or something, uh, ice maker line ruptures or whatever, you, you're home. You're probably going to catch it a lot quicker. So um, from that perspective, our, our, our core businesses has has kind of slowed down. We've had a few fires just because people are probably cooking more and, you know, dealing with that. But, yeah, that's kind of what's been going on in our world.
0: So I guess did you guys, you know, it's been kind of challenging times from here in Middle Tennessee. You had the tornado move through first and then coronavirus. And so did you guys – get a lot of call out dealing with tornado cleanup and and stuff going on with that as well
1: yes yes we did quite a bit of work in east nashville um you know it's it's weird just to see that 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 piece of the city that's gotten hit you know three consecutive times when a tornado has come through nashville it's hit directly in that area every time Uh, it's kind of weird Uh, to see it and you know it's once you walk and you kind of put your you know this is it's different I guess whenever we respond to storm events it's not your house it's not your backyard and you can have a little bit of disconnect there you see the chaos you see how crazy it is um, but it's still not your place you're just there to help but it, it it really hits home whenever you're walking your backyard and and seeing the destruction
0: Yeah. That, that, that that storm did a lot of damage in Mount Juliet and and East Nashville and those places. So it's glad to have companies like you guys out there able to step up and, and, you know, get our community back together. So it's been, um, I guess challenging times for you guys going from tornado straight into coronavirus.
1: Yeah, really. I feel bad for the people that were affected by both. Right. Like we're out of, uh, Williamson County, Rutherford, and we respond to, to, really all areas of Nashville and beyond. But, um, you know, you feel bad for the people that are directly impacted uh, by the tornadoes and then they have to turn around after their business got impacted or their home and then deal with a a potential shutdown of your job or anything else. It's just, you really, your heart kind of goes out to those people.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Um, When, when we were at that event, I do have to share this though, just because it's, you know, we see all this chaos, you see everything that's going, going around and, it was refreshing to see how Nashville responds. I mean, it was, you know, people were, they would go pick up pizzas and drive around in their truck and just write free food on the windows of their car. And, and, and people walking around with, you know, coolers and just offering water to people and, and helping clean up the streets. And, you know, it, it's just amazing to see that whenever you have something that's, so devastating happened and, and, and you get to see the good and people kind of come out, you kind of forget about that.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I, you know, growing up in Nashville and seeing the, the tornadoes that came through in the early two thousands and then the flood in 2010 and then this, and, you know, Nashvilleians never hesitate to get out there and help one another and, and get the community back together. So you're absolutely right. That is an amazing thing about the area that we live in.
1: Yeah. I can't say enough. So
0: So, I guess, Mint have with corona cleanup or decontamination or what? What do y'all call dealing with coronavirus? I guess.
1: Um, well, we we basically we call it nastiness. You know, it's something that you never want to see. I mean, like it's been an uptick in our business, but this is not the way we want it. Um, Just like anything else, we've were classifying these cleanups in three different categories. Uh, when the coronavirus was starting to hit. So we had a class one, which is um, no suspected case of corona, but just a general cleaning of a facility. And so we had a class two, which is a suspected case of corona, but not a confirmed case. And then we had a class three, which is a confirmed case of corona. So as this event has kind of happened, the one you know, the class one where it was just a preemptive cleaning kind of went away pretty quickly. Um, and then we were mainly dealing with class two and class three, which is a suspected and a confirmed case. So the cleaning process that we go through is, is really the same for both because we just have to take the, the precautionary steps to say, we're going to assume that this virus is here. Um, whether it's here or not and and that's how we have to approach it in terms of safety Uh, so that's kind of how it kind of progressed and um you know our approach to it is to keep our employees safe Um, we go through the process it's mainly a disinfectant so if you're looking at the process overall um, our crews are going in with ppe Uh, they're fogging a hospital grade disinfectant in the in the facility or building And then they're coming back and they're wiping horizontal surfaces and then high traffic areas, high touch areas. So think about it. Like when you open a door, right? You, you may grab the doorknob and then when you go to close it, you don't always grab the doorknob to close it. Usually grab your hand about, I don't know, a foot up from the doorknob and grab the side of the door and pull it closed. So it's thinking through all those high traffic areas and making sure that you're wiping those surfaces down. And then we're coming back once we've wiped all those surfaces down with a, with a disinfectant again, we're going to fog again, let a dwell time of approximately 10 minutes. That's the, the kill time, if you will, to, to get that disinfectant. And then they're exiting the building.
0: Okay. That's a, that example of, of how you close the door. That's a, I never would have thought about that. That's a, that's a great example. Cause that's yeah. I would have just done the doorknob and moved along, but that that that's great. Um, so, uh, you know, we, as ditch diggers, you know, obviously we have our offices, but most of our crews work out of their foreman and crew work out of their trucks. Mm-hmm. So uh, can you, what kind of services can you offer to a, a utility contractor and look into, uh, you know, make sure their crews are staying, staying safe and we don't have this virus and we're not, or if somebody did have, it, we're trying not to spread it, that kind of thing with, with the office and with, and with our vehicles.
1: Um, Well, we've set up several stations. So we've got a lot of franchises through our system. Some have done a, almost like a mobile drive-through and they've done first responders, like their police department, the fire department. And they've like set up a station where they just roll through guys would wipe everything down and then fog. Um, And and they kind of just did that as a, as a service to those first responders who are, who are out there. But from a company perspective and, and protecting your employees, uh, that's something we can do. Um, if you've got a need for that, uh, we can set up a station. We generally would like for you to have uh, more than one vehicle for us to do just because it, the, the suit up and the, and the process of PPE and all that stuff is it's the same, whether it's one or or five. Right. So, um, but yeah, we we can absolutely handle that. We've done that for a couple of, um, shipping companies that are here, here, local and, uh, and national, Um, so we've dealt with FedEx. Uh, they have a lot of vehicles. Um, but yeah, we, we can absolutely disinfect and, and, and help you.
0: Okay. So how do they go about disinfecting the truck then? I mean, is it kind of the same process?
1: Yeah, it, it, it's really about wiping the... So the purpose of the wipe down is really just to remove a layer of the grime, uh, the dirt, the debris, so that your disinfectant is is actually touching the surface. Um, you think about like a desk, you know, it, sometimes there's a layer of dust on the desk and if you're spraying a disinfectant, it, it's not touching the thing that you're trying to get it to touch. So you got to wipe that layer of dust off and then get get to the, uh, the surface of the table or the wheel or whatever it is you're trying to disinfect.
0: Okay. Now, have you guys to this point done any work with any construction companies? I mean, I know construction is like you guys been deemed one of the essential, you know, activities and we're still out there digging ditches and getting pipe in the ground. so it's not really been any slowdown for us, but has, has any, have you guys worked with any construction companies to help them disinfect at this point?
1: We we have. Yep. We've, uh, we've worked with a lot of manufacturing facilities that are deemed mandatory or essential. Um, We've dealt with uh, restaurant chains. Um, We've dealt with, municipalities so yeah it it is a wide range of 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 folks that we're dealing with you know i mean it it, it's great to be essential it's nice job security and all that stuff but man when this thing's over i i'd like to get my couple month break too or
0: something good gracious i know that feeling (laughs) the uh but but it is great to be essential i you know i consider us us lucky to still be working there's so many people out of work and businesses that may not recover from what's going on and so it, it's that de- we're definitely in a good place. Yeah. I, uh, I agree. All right. Well, man, uh I really appreciate you coming on. Um is there if, if certain contractors need to get in touch with you to get some cleaning done, what would be the best way, best way to do that?
1: Yeah, so you can call my uh cell phone if you want. Uh you can call our office line. Our, our office line is 615-849-9794. Again, that's 615-849-9794. Um, we're a 24-hour response. So if there's something that comes up, you need to call my cell phone. I can give you that too. It's 615-504-9591. Again, that's 615-504-9591.
0: Awesome. All right, right, ma'am. Well, you got any closing thoughts for us?
1: No, stay safe. Um, we appreciate what you guys do. Uh, if you, if you ever have any questions, concerns, and, and just don't really know what to do, we, we can come up with alternative ways, uh, to help you. So uh, we want to be a partner with whoever we're working with and try to do what we can to help. So don't hesitate. If you have questions to call us, we're that's what we're here for.
0: All right, man. We really appreciate it. I uh, really appreciate you coming on and giving us great info. Um, Can't say thank you enough. And we really appreciate what you guys are doing out there, helping everybody get cleaned up and get back to normal. Uh, So thank you again.
1: All right. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate it.
0: All right. Now we've got Rand Thomas from Hub International joining us. Ran, how are you, man?
2: I'm doing well, Matt. How are you today?
0: Oh, doing great, man. Doing great. Just happy to be here and still be working.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You got to count your blessings for that. There's a lot of people not so lucky out there.
0: Absolutely. Well, guys, uh, for anybody that hasn't seen the invite yet, Rand and Hub International are have offered to put on a webinar for our chapter uh, with some information that I think is just going to be super helpful to, to all NUCA of Middle Tennessee members. Uh, so, Rand, do you want to give us a little bit of uh, intro or in- info on, on what we're going to be covering?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, Matt, a lot's uh, going on since I last saw you in person. Um, you know, uh, from the tornadoes uh, here in Nashville to uh, this COVID-19 pandemic. And now, uh, you know, we're dealing with the largest power outage in uh, NES history. So it's, uh, it's been a lot. But, uh, yeah. So for those that don't know me, um, I'm an insurance producer with Hub International. Uh, been uh, Actually, my background's in construction. I spent about four years as a project superintendent uh, oversight work at Oak Ridge National Labs, so uh, that was back 2008 uh, timeframe. So I got laid off during that recession and uh, moved into sales. And so now I uh, enjoy combining my insurance knowledge and uh, that passion for construction. Um, so that's it's kind of who I am. Um, and then as far as what we're doing with the w- the webinar, you know, with so much going on, uh, you know, I think it's best to tackle problems one at a time. and you know, this pandemic is obviously the most uh, out there in front of us thing going on. So we've got a, a webinar that we're obviously partnering with NUCA on, and uh, it's called Preparing for the Next Phase, uh, Critical Considerations for the Construction Industry. Uh, you know, I, I agree. I think this can be really valuable whether you've got five employees or 500. Um, you know, we're fortunate at, at Hub to have uh, an extremely uh, talented team of experts, and they've been working really hard to uh, prepare clients and prospective clients for each phase of this pandemic. And so uh, we put together a a group of panelists. Uh, Carrie Trevaney is one of our speakers. And uh, Matt, Carrie is an absolute rock star. So she is the SVP of uh, strategic client solutions. She's got over 20 years of experience in employee relations, human resources, employment law litigation, and uh, employee benefits legal guidance. So what she's going to do, she's going to talk about, um, you know, give some guidance on what employers can and should be doing to protect themselves and their employees, mostly from a uh, policy and procedure perspective. So that's Carrie. Um, And then we've got Barry Baird, who works out of our Nashville office. And Barry's the uh, manager of our risk services team. And he uh, directs a team of risk consultants that uh, go out and Uh, basically improve uh, our clients' overall safety at their job sites in various locations. So uh, what Barry is going to talk about is um, best practices to manage safety of the employees in the workplace. So he's going to be talking about uh, items such as uh, construction plan guidance, uh, social distancing, obviously a big buzzword out there, uh, alternative scheduling, disinfecting and cleaning, and then uh, contractor management and physical workplace considerations. So, some good content from him. And then uh, we're fortunate enough to have uh, Craig Tappel uh, be our moderator. So, um, Craig will be there to answer some questions. And, and Craig's role is uh, he's actually the leader of the construction practice group for the US and Canada. Uh, he sits in our national office as well. And uh, he's an amazing resource from a property and casualty perspective. Uh, so, Yeah, I think it's going to be some really good content. Um, You know, we've left a little bit of time at the end of the uh, presentation for people to ask our panelists questions. Um, So, yeah, I hope we have a lot of people to attend because I think this is some really important stuff we're talking about. Um, You know, honestly, we're already seeing uh, litigation kind of ramp up as it relates to this. So, um, you know, being as prepared as we can, no matter what size company you are, I think is going to be crucial.
0: Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. That's going to be super important to all of us. So guys, make sure you check your emails from Judah, uh, the invites in there, how to sign up. And, and Rand, I wanted to uh, point this out. You do not have to be a Hub International client to take advantage of this, correct?
2: That's correct. Yeah. Um, we are pumping this out to everybody we can. Uh, now, this one specifically, we are offering just to uh, Nuca membership. So this will be Uh, just middle Tennessee and uh, East Tennessee chapters at this point. And um, again, that day and time, that's going to be the 13th um, of this month.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, man, I I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, Hub has done some awesome things for our chapter, not just with the webinar, but throughout this Corona pandemic, you guys have sent us information. We've been able to turn around and send out to our members and, everybody's been able to use those to take advantage of, of that as well. So thank you to to you and your group for everything you've, you've given to us so far. All right. Again, thanks, Rand. All right, guys. 13th, 11 a.m., 12 Central. Let's get signed up. This information is going to be awesome. All right, guys. Um, we're going to wrap it up, so I just want to give everybody a reminder to give us a review on uh, whatever app you listen to the podcast on. You know, let us know how we're doing. Give us a rating. Uh, if there's any topics you want to hear about or think that your chapter should hear, let us know. Uh, with that, guys, keep digging Tennessee. We'll talk to you next time.